Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. My name is Dan Selke, and I am the editor of WinnersComing.net. Here with my associate and co-editor, Daniel Rowan, also of WinnersComing.net. Together, we are two Dans, both at WinnersComing.net, and we are here to tell you the latest news in the fields of sci-fi, fantasy, and movies, TV, and such things as this. Welcome to the show, and welcome, Daniel. How are you feeling on this fine Wednesday afternoon? I'm feeling pretty good on this fine wed- is, uh, wed- whatever afternoon it is. It's a Wednesday. It feels like a Monday but it's a good one. How are you? Are you ready to rank some stuff? I love ranking things. I say it because Wednesday is spelled W-E-D-N-E-S-D-A-Y. It's it's spelled Wednesday, probably because entomologically it's written in weddings, but it's pronounced Wednesday. It makes no sense. And I'm just going to call attention to that right now with my little platform here. Anyway, um... The important issues. I think I think it's weird. And I don't like it. And I just I just wish things were said the way they were spelled. Anyway, of course, we have a nice show for you today. A little more relaxed. I mean, only because the last couple of weeks have been so jam packed full of incident and stuff. Ooh. They have. But of course, before we get anything else, um, House of the Dragon coming up like a lightning bolt, riding a horse out of hell, and we're always having new stuff. Let's begin with the latest on the upcoming Game of Thrones show. By the way, hello Julie. Hello Christian. Hello everyone out there internet land if you ever have a hello, comment hello. or a query or a thing to say to us or to each other feel free to leave it in the comments and we will talk about it amongst ourselves um but daniel what's the latest with the game of thrones prequel show house of the dragon fill us in give us the skinny okay okay the scoop so house of the dragon we're now less than a month out and hbo is releasing tons of stuff this past week they released or maybe it was the end of last week they released a behind the scenes trailer that was returning to westeros all about recreating this world in a different time period and kind of what their goals and hopes and dreams for this series are Mm. but that stuff's all cool but the most exciting thing to me that came out of that behind the scenes is that we got a our first look at two new dragons which is exciting because why are we watching this if not for the dragons the dragons right the damn name yeah Um, you better give us them it is it is and we know you know 17 dragons potentially in this show at least and now but they haven't shown us too many they've shown us just a few now they're starting to show us more so do we want to maybe look at some dragons what do you think yes okay (laughs) so this first one we're going to check out we're pretty sure this is vermithor 
which is King Jaehaerys's mount, his dragon. This scene we saw it a few times in the trailer or in the in the behind the scenes teaser, and it seems like it's King Jaehaerys's funeral. All the Targaryens are there. They're all dressed in black, which would likely make the person on Vermithor here, maybe Viserys, just going on to light his father's or his grandfather's pyre. Viserys never rode a dragon again after his own died, but maybe he has to make an exception as the new king to light the pyre. I will say some books have disputed you. I know online people have said that that's what makes you think that that's Viserys's or Jaehaerys's funeral and that that's Viserys. It could be like uh, Lena Valerian's funeral, right? That was the back of Rhaenyra's head to me. It, it is the back of Rhaenyra's head and she's a kid here. So Lena Valerian's funeral, we've seen that a few times in, in other trailers and it is on Driftmark. And this does not look like Driftmark to me. The reason that I think this is Vermithor and this is King Jaehaerys' funeral is because of Rhaenyra's age, first off. So we know this is something that happens earlier in the show. And we get a good look at this dragon's head and a model of this dragon's head. Because my first thought was, is that Caraxes? It's a little reddish. But the head design is different. He's kind of got long, like scaly streamers coming off the top of his head that you can really see in the model. So Vermithor was like a bronze dragon. This dragon looks kind of bronzish to me. So that is my best guess. Not saying it couldn't be another dragon. Could be Vagar, Vagar, I guess. Uh, Lena's mouth. But Vagar. That sounds better. We're going to learn a lot <laughs> when we watch the show about how to pronounce these. Yes, I do love dragon names. Although over on YouTube, Brandon thinks it's Emma Aaron's funeral and there's no rider on that dragon at all, which I can kind of see. I mean, that's that's like young woman, Renera. It is. Uh, you know, he could be right about no rider on the dragon. That could just be the saddle that we're seeing. Or a spike. Yeah. So if it's Emma Aaron's funeral, which is possible, then it would be a question of whose who's dragon is that? What dragon is that? A big one. A big one. Yeah. And again, that's another thing that makes me think maybe Vermithor because he's a big one. But I don't know why he would be at Emma Aaron's funeral. So... We will <laughs> will know for sure as we see more of this scene. But that was my best guess. What we've learned here is that there is much we don't know. It's like um, House of yes. the Dragon is a lot like the physical universe in which the more you find out, the more you discover that you don't know much about what is going on. We will soon enough. Correct. What about the next image? Yeah, I think the next one we can say a little with a little more certainty which dragon this is. So keep in mind, this that's is not think. a, yeah, that's what I think. I'm going to say it and then everyone's going to tell me I'm wrong. So keep in mind, this is not a finished image. This is like on a, a monitor. It, you kind of see it in the behind the scenes. You, like you're seeing cool. Lena Valerian on the, like the dragon mount thing that they film with. And then it pans to the monitor and you oh. see what this okay. is going to look like. So this is not finished graphics, but it's Lena Valerian riding her dragon. She rode Vagar, Vagar. I say it Vagar. How do you guys say it? Vagar, Vagar, or other? Yeah, let us know. 
So Vagar, I'm going to go with that now because that sounds nice. <laughs> that trend set. Yeah, that's Lena Valerion's dragon that she rides. However, this red dragon behind her, there aren't a lot of dragons that are this brilliant shade of red, assuming right. that the unfinished graphic mat like is in the ballpark of what we'll end up seeing. That would most likely make this Melis or Malaeus. Again, pronunciations. We're going to have to figure all that out. I've always said Melis. Maylees. Ooh, that sounds nice. That sounds nicer. So let's go with that. Maylees. Rhaenys Targaryen or Valerion's dragon. So presumably this is not an actual chase. They're flying, you know, going somewhere together or training or something like that. Blood is not being drawn here. But that, yeah, that dragon had a nickname, the Red Queen. So seems like a pretty safe guess that that's the dragon we're looking at here. Remember that kind of sort of successful kind of awkward scene in season eight when Daenerys and Jon Snow got on the dragons in the north and just kind of did a little Disney joyride through the north and like did kind of loopity loops through the icebergs and stuff. And I was watching it and being like, this turned into like a really happy Back to the Future scene really fast. It was it was, it was kind of a weird scene for Game of Thrones, but I get that from this scene. I get that they're they're having a mother daughter spin about town picking up bread yeah some dudes yeah jay says he thinks this is caraxes what i will say to that is it's it's possible it's possible really hinging on how unfinished this graphic is because this dragon does not look like the caraxes that we the finished caraxes graphic that we see like okay it's like the spike beard yeah yeah it looks very different that like you see this dragon flying the tail has a really really unique design but again it's an unfinished graphic so that could be the case too yeah i mean at the end of the day there are so many dragons in this and they're again i said this before and i and i mean it the designers who got to make these dragons what a freaking great job what a gift for a graphic designer to go say make 17 dragons make them all different make them all distinguishable because we want to be able to sell different action figures of each and every one they're going to have different tails different wings different colors different little distinguishing features on their faces so god i mean i i don't do graphics at all but i'm kind of jealous that i forgot to do that job it sounds like so much fun yeah it does so yeah those are the new house of the dragon images and obviously we've got some debate going on about which dragons we're actually seeing but i think it's safe enough to say that at least one of these dragons is new and possibly both of them are new some family out there who has who has like uh two parents and 12 kids you could go as all 14 dragons for halloween and just like make your own costumes for all that would be, <laughs> be a blast oh and, and they could let and they could learn a, all the that, names yeah no wait what 14 15 kids you need a big family but it's worth it to have that kind of themed halloween party yeah it's true they're sneaking quite a bit of um kind of other stuff into little trailers like they had um oh the trailer for the dracaris app which is drac a r s with like the augmented reality so smart of them like they had a shot of young aemon targaryen like confronting vagar vagar vigar 
in there saying like Valyrian, like halt or whatever, or like sit and stay. But in Valyrian, that's a big shot. They just hid away in the stupid AR hatch your own dragon app. Um, so they're sticking stuff in. They are going pretty whole hog with like an app. Apparently, um, they managed to get House of the Dragon on all the hotel key cards for San Diego Comic Con. Like no matter what you Ooh, were there nice. for, your hotel key had House of the Dragon on it. Um, they're really going for it. So I'm happy to see that the marketing machine is really up and running. And I cannot wait to see that 17 member strong family wear all those dragon costumes for Halloween 2023. Baby, let's go. Yeah. That's kind of funny that they got the the key cards because I'm pretty sure the rings of power got the the name tags. So (laughs) that is funny. The war goes on. I noticed George R. R. Martin had a name tag and it had the Rings of Power sword on it. So they're, they're getting the little bits of, of merchandising they can. Yeah, they are sneaking. So if you are wanting to see new House of the Dragon stuff, keep an eye out for all of these little ads and featurettes and things like that they're doing because the one with these dragons that we just showed too, uh, there's like the best look we've gotten yet of Rhaenyra's children in that too. There's there's a good close-up shot of them with like bloody faces kind of clinging to her right after they have their fateful showdown with Aemon, presumably. The strong Um, boys, yeah. So yeah. definitely uh, keep an eye out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Shall we? Shall we continue on? What do you we think? Shall. We shall. We uh, shall. Uh, a good comment from Julie because this is true. Pronunciation is always a bit contentious. Even now, some people say Sir C, but Gorja Martin always says Sir Say. There's a great um, absolutely m- meme I always liked where it was just um, Sir Say. I say Sir Say. Like little like kind of images and then words. Next one she's saying. Um, people always ask me, do you say it Sir C or Sir Say? And I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Which I always thought was funny. It's very searching. <laughs> it's pretty That's good, awesome. right? It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. But yeah. Speaking of uh, San Diego Comic Con, it happened over this weekend. The world's premiere uh, event for just useless announcements about new TV and movies coming up that I hold very dear because there's nothing I like more than useless knowledge. I just love it to death. And this was the first physical one they had had in, a, in I believe, three years because for the past two years, it was like Comic-Con Online, which everyone knows is just French for we're basically skipping it this year and half-assing a little Zoom yeah. call. Um, so it was cool to be back in, I mean, we weren't there, but we had colleagues at SD, at SD or SDCC, yeah. as the kids call it. And they went to some of the events. Uh, we had someone live tweeting from the House of the Dragon uh, panel. Everyone was there. It was fun. And 
the entertainment industry blitzed us with a avalanche of trailers, teases, teaser trailers, uh, normal trailers, and announcements of things to come. And we thought it would be a good opportunity to revive a game we played a while ago where we kind of forecast the coming fall and I mean, sorry, the, the, the coming summer of television and ranked all the <laughs> shows that were coming up, all 12 shows, well, 12 shows we chose in order of hype, which basically means whatever we want. And because they showed off it's very so scientific. much stuff. It's extremely scientific. And if you don't understand the criteria, you just aren't smart enough like us. And we thought because there were so many trailers coming out of SDCC, we did the same thing here. We would kind of go over some of the big announcements and rank them in order. And there are 12, right, Daniel? There are 12. We're keeping it to 12. Yeah. Even though there were more things announced than that, we kind of went for the 12 that we were the most hyped for. So sorry, no Vampire Academy in this ranking. Oh, right. Yeah. And just go through them and see what are we excited about and to what degree are we excited to such that um, yeah. what else does it beat out and what does it lose to? So. The things yeah. that we are going to be talking through and ranking for your pleasure, and we are going to be correct, by the way, in everything, but please feel to let us know what you think about it, are the True. trailer for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We got the trailer for The Sandman, which comes out on Netflix, um, I believe just next week. We got the trailer for She-Hulk, um, the next Marvel show coming right around the bend. We, of course, have the trailer for The Rings of Power, where Sauron has taken up meth. Uh, we got the trailer for Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, where Chris Pratt is our Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Chris sorry, Pine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like too I many Chris's to keep track of all of them. Why? Do, why doesn't like two or three it's of fair. them change their names? That would be the gentleman thing to do. We got the trailer for John Wick Chapter Four, which I actually have never seen a John Wick film. I really would like to because everyone seems to love them, but I got to get around to them. They're entertaining. That. We're going to talk good. about them when the time sure. comes. That'll be for you. Mostly uh, we got the trailer for the final ever episodes for the walking dead. I mean, it's going to end people. It's over like um, th this October, yeah. I believe Halloween. We got the trailer for Jacob Anderson in interview with the vampire, a uh, intergenerational gay love story about um, uh, grief and blood sucking and sexual confusion. Um, we have the trailer for Star Trek Picard season three. Good Lord, this doesn't stop. Trailer for the new Shazam We're thing. Almost there. The trailer for Black Adam, the one where the rock gets superhero outfit on. Finally, it's a miracle from that long. And finally, the last one, Jason Momoa comes back in C season three, the post-apocalyptic show that I don't know one person who has ever watched. And we're going to say <laughs> what deserves to be in the first place, what deserves to be in the last place, what deserves to be in between. Daniel, are you ready? Yes, I was born ready. I My whole life has led to this moment. I'm down, <laughs> down the rank by hype. Are right. you ready? And you I'm out there watching, ready. are you ready? If you're ready out there, comment nothing. Okay, they're ready. Go. Sweet. I'm going to say it. And thank you for what you're putting this together, by the way. I said not to mention you, but it looks really, really good. The yeah, thank you. So I'm going to come out the gate really quickly and say, you know that I am not a Marvel person. Something in my soul Correct. sort of resists it. And I think they're trying to compress all of entertainment into one tiny cube that we eat whenever they dole it out. That was like three metaphors in one. That sounds right. But I watched that trailer for 
And by the way, we're not counting the House of the Dragon trailer in this because it would obviously be first and be too easy. And we already discussed, talked about it. Yeah. I want Black Panther Wakanda Forever to be in the first spot because I watched it and I was, I'm not sure if it was the music or kind of the rhythm of the editing because I didn't, I mean, I like the first play. I, Black Panther. I didn't. I didn't walk away with my life changed, but there was a lot of powerful emotion radiating off that trailer. And of course, it does come yeah. in with like Chadwick Boseman being dead, and now them having to carry on. There was like a melancholy tone, at least from the trailer, that probably won't be there in the actual movie. But the trailer, I thought, kicked ass. And uh, honestly, yeah. Wh- I thought was kind of moving. Oh, totally. I love the bright colors. I just loved. Um, the elegance of it put together. That was an elegant trailer. Yeah. Would the movie be good? I don't know. But based on that, you know what? As I'm saying it, I'm getting this sinking feeling because I have to remind myself like, Dan, the trailer looks so cool, but Marvel did it. So it's going to be like fine at best. But at least now, based on that, that movie looks great. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you. I think Black Panther, Wakanda Forever has to be in the number one slot in these rankings. Nice. Easy. There's just something special uh, about this one i you know ryan coogler i you know i like marvel i'm starting to get a little burnt out i didn't like thor love and thunder but i do think that wakanda forever could be something special it's the same director who did black panther it had a really challenging production cycle like like you said chadwick chadwick boseman passed away they basically rewrote a lot of the movie but had to yeah, they had to. And I think the emotion of what they're what they were doing really came through in the trailer. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah, if the film even comes close to the same level of emotion, it's going to be something special, which is I have not felt that way about a lot of the recent Marvel releases. So, yeah, I I got hyped and Marvel is clearly confident enough in it that they they announced a new lineup change for phases four, five and six. So now phase four ends with Wakanda forever. So that speaks for itself, I think, like in terms of their confidence in it, that they're ending phase four with this movie. I yeah, I think it's going to be probably the Marvel thing to see of this, even though we've now seen a whole bunch of them. And they announced like new Avengers movies for 2025 or four. I think it was like there was actual hype around Marvel again, which um, has kind of been flagging there was a recently. Lot. I'm happy to see it flagging, but um, they seem to bring them <laughs> back here. So good for them. Yeah. I love an underdog story. Maybe they can have a comeback arc. <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> That's fair. Well, yeah. Marvel, so the the phase four, five, six announcement almost kind of felt like a little bit of damage control to me because before a lot of the things in phase five were phase four. So they basically said phase four is over with our next movie. And then phase five is all these things. And then they announced new Avengers. So Avengers, the Kang dynasty mm-hmm. is coming in 2025, I believe early 2025. And then Avengers Secret Wars is coming in late 2025. So we'll get two Mm -hmm. Avengers movies that year and it will be fun. And hopefully Spider-Man will get a black suit. Sure. Get a black suit, Spider-Man. Well, by then, um, I I have no idea, but it it, it did this. They were successful in getting people talking. They were successful in getting some hype around their projects. Yes. And I feel like they needed that because it's kind of been a little bit uh, ebbing recently. So good for you, Marvel. Yeah, you did your thing. And the Black Panther thing did look pretty good. So I'm on board for at least that. Cool. Daniel, I think last time we did this and I, I think we should do it again. We did the first spot and then we talked about the 
last spot. Do you have any pins? What should go in the number 12 spot? And do you have any pins out there? What should go in the number 12 spot, by the way? Anybody watching? I mean, I'll just say, okay, so we're ranking the projects because I think the Picard teaser was pretty lame. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It was just like um, people from Star Trek Generation who were actors like who were at their peak back in the early 90s saying, I'll be here. I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. If we're going by the, the project itself, I think it's I, for me, it's either going to be Shazam or Dungeons and Dragons is the one I'm least excited about. Mm, I would. I'll, I'll give Dungeons and Dragons. Can we agree? But if it's the project and the trailer, kind of like a combination of both. Okay. The Picard 3 trailer was pretty lame. And I'm not terribly excited for Star Trek Picard. So perhaps that can go 12. Yeah, that's fine with me. I can, I can get behind that. I'm not watching it. So <laughs> that says something. And the trailer did not get me excited enough to change that. I watched the first season. I liked it well enough. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I never watched Star Trek growing up. I was never really a fan. And now there's like 18 shows on at once. And you're not really giving me much room to do this. Yeah, it was fine. And the second season apparently like reviewed kind of whatever. So I have no emotional attachment to like the next generation people. I don't, I don't care about, oh, data's back or uh, I, yeah. I, don't even, I, I don't even know the names. Crusher, Mrs. Crusher or whatever that name is. Beverly. Sure. So whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I, 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 I'm, I support hiring 85 year old actors to be the leads in shows, but beyond that, you can take her to leave that one. Yeah. I'm there with you. I support in the 11 slot Shazam or C Shazam just because I don't know. It's just superheroes. <laughs> we all know there's so many of them and yes. to break through I mean, Black Panther managed to break through. Good for it. It's but it's almost like if you don't really bring it as a superhero film, like how dare you even exist? Like there are so the many. Market out is there. very saturated. How could you? Yeah. What are you doing? Like giving us something that's not really, really boundary pushing, like Black Panther appears to be. That's kind of funny because that's the point of the trailer. <laughs> Is oh. him saying, what am I even doing with all these other superheroes already out there? Is like literally how the trailer starts. <laughs> well, great. I'm glad you have Prophetic. some meta commentary in there, but mm. yeah, I think Shazam can go at the bottom. Um, so and I would put it below C because after watching the trailer for C, I wanted to watch the show, oh, yeah? which is not really? something I expected to say. The trailer was pretty good, honestly. All right, cool. Well, uh, at least we can put Shazam at 11. Yeah. I didn't mind. You want it. to put C at 10? Is there anything that would pick a go below it? I have some affection for the. I mean, I think Black Adam looked pretty bad, but it looked bad in the way that I kind of liked it. Like it was this sort of um, <laughs> like mid 2000s. Everything is gray and drab green and kind of a grim yeah. and dark and moody and just like very kind of 14 year old writing in his notebook during chem collab, just like angry circles, not paying attention because he's too cool. And he has like kind of frosted thing. His hair is black and goes in his room. He shuts them in there and he like kind of pines online in his live journal. That's what I got from the black Adam. Trailer. That's what it was giving me. Um, okay. Okay. And I kind of dug it. Like it was kind of a really overwrought in a painfully earnest emo kid sort of way. Um, yeah. So I think I it should see be, I don't know if that means it should be higher or lower. I honestly don't. I just said all that and I don't know where it should go, but that's my thought on it. Well, I think, okay, okay. So the only other things that I think maybe belong lower than something like Black Adam 
or that are in the running. So Dungeons and Dragons, I think that that looks so ridiculous. Like Michelle Rodriguez is one of those actors where she can take awful writing and make it awesome and fun to watch. So that one, I am, I'm counting on it being entertaining. I'm not hyped oh. for it, but I'm more hyped than I am for Black Adam. So it's kind yeah. of, for me, at least, I think Black Adam and C are kind of a, are my bottom two right now out of what's left. And not D&D? D&D, that's the third one. <laughs> those are the three. I, John Wick, I think, will be better than those three things pretty easily. Okay, I can agree with those next three being, being in, in, in some order. But what order do you think? Okay, so it would probably be... I guess Black Adam, maybe C. It would be okay. C, okay. Black okay, Adam, Dungeons and Dragons as eight. So that's C in 10 and then Black Adam and nine, Dungeons and Dragons in eight or the reverse? That Nope, that's what I think. Okay. How do you okay. feel? Yeah, Did I you change it? It's just like C does look kind of cool, but like they've spent so much money, I assume, on that show. I mean, they have like a big, like just Moa, they have these big sets, they have Dave Batista, they have this yeah. post apocalyptic world. And like, I think maybe four people have watched that show. Like, I just, I just never heard of anybody getting into it. Apple TV Plus, like, and Apple TV Plus is getting some hits. Like, they have had Ted Lasso, yeah. they've had For All Mankind. They've had that Schmigadoon show. They have like physical, but they, 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 they're <laughs> they're having some success. And this is like, they're just, they're weird little outlier. It's the final season. Yes. I, I think it's fun that it's made it that far. We're, we found someone to review it because I'm curious about what even is this show? But it, it, it's just yeah. too under the radar, despite the bigness to stand up. And yeah. I'm cool with that. Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, it, it doesn't look great, but it looks cute. I like that Black Adam looks like it could be just a cringe fest throughout. And Dungeons and Dragons would be like, you know, light comedy kind of fine. But that's fine. Yeah. I'm not really thrilled about a lot of these trailers. Like the other one that we did was more exciting. But I mean, it's still fun. It's still fun to talk about it. Do we like yeah. any other it's trailers, by stuff. the way? Do we like any other trailers? We seem to be going through a lot that we're like, eh, this wasn't quite as bad as this one. What do I, I guess it'll be a little worse. Yeah. I think there were some, I mean, Wakanda Forever obviously yeah. is the one that I loved. I think the Sandman trailer and I like the She-Hulk trailer more than I expected too. Cause I was a little skeptical on that, but the last trailer was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm sure it'll be nice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm digging that interview with the vampire. I'm real nervous about, okay. So we're at seven right now. What are, how are you feeling, Dan? How about this? Listen, so the Sandman I'm kind of cheating on because I, I have watched the show. Um, okay. I've watched all 10 episodes. So you have bias type. I definitely have bias type. I think it deserves to be seen. I think it's really, really interesting. I loved parts of it. I'm not only really supposed to talk about this, exactly, so just don't tell anybody we're saying this, but I thought it was very strong overall in some parts. I I mean, like I cried, I cried some parts. And then other, that there were a couple of bits where I, I didn't think okay. it was, I, 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 it, gets after, it gets after a bit of a rocky start, but um, overall it, yeah. it really feels like they tr- made a good, earnest try to adapt this completely gonzo, nutso, off-the-wall graphic novel earnestly and accurately. And that is an yeah. accomplishment because that that comic is wild. And I really liked it. I thought the cast, I thought yeah. the acting was good. Gwendolyn Christie's great. Tom Sturridge is great. Stephen Fry is great. Charles Dance is great. Patton Oswalt is great as the bird. So just good show, good trailer. Cool. I've had number two. I have no arguments with that. I There's nothing else that even comes close for me on the hype front. And yeah, I think Neil Gaiman's works 
they're not easy to adapt. I mean, some are easier than others. Like Sandman, I think is the hardest because just every, every, every new issue is a wild new adventure with crazy new sets and new everything. Like it's, it's very tricky. It's very high concept. It's very weird. Yeah. And he's kept this one back waiting for the right moment to adapt it. So I think it's a big deal that the Sandman is getting there's no way you can compress Sandman into a movie. It, 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 it's too sprawling. The, 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 there's yeah. too much to it. It had to be TV and it had to be now because now's when the money is there for it. So yeah, it's really cool. I hope you guys like it when it comes on August 5th and it deserves its number two slot. It, it's behind yeah. Wakanda Forever for me because Wakanda Forever was, I wasn't expecting to be to be to enjoy that one. And I did. Yeah. Sandman I knew I would, I would like, but yeah, good number two spot. All right. So I think... And I, I know you may not have too much of an opinion on this one, but I think that John Wick should go in the seventh wow. slot. The seventh slot. Oh, wow. I thought I might like it better. I like I'm ex- I mean, I'm excited for John Wick, but I'm not more excited for that than like the end of The Walking Dead or The okay. Rings of Power. They're like they're fun movies. The The premise of. Yeah, he's a, basically a retired assassin who's pulled out of retirement and he go they kill his dog, he goes on a rampage. He kills Theon Greyjoy. Yeah. Yes, he does. And they're great movies. Um especially the first one was my favorite, but all of them they're so bombastic. But yeah, I mean unless you're more intrigued for John Wick than like Interview with the Vampire or She-Hulk, I think number 7. Sure. I I, I haven't seen them so I'm sure with that. By the way, I got some comments on from the YouTube. Uh Fiery Reborn 2001, which is a good name. Uh top 5 are House of the Dragon, obviously. Mm-hmm. But again, that's not even a part of this because it would just it's it's that's number 0 we for knew. us. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Uh, the Walking Dead, The Sandman. Oh, hell. What's ROP? Rings of Power. Rings of Power, of course. And then Dungeons and Dragons, which is a respectable list. What about The Walking Dead? Because The Walking Dead is a show that I respect. It's been on for a long time. Um, I fell yeah. kind of on and off it over the years. Uh, but I mean, the final episodes are a big deal. They're a big they deal. They are. This show's been on for well over a decade now. And it's actually going to end. Um, well, sort of, kind of, <laughs> sort of, kind, sort of, kind of. They do not know how to end. They have Anything no today. idea how to do endings that show. Honestly, the next four, I can see any of them going kind of because I have problems with all of them. But I also am intrigued by okay, all okay. Of to some extent. Do you have any have any leads on, on what go next? Because like the Rings of Power, I'm excited for it. But every time I see it, there's something that sticks out as like concerning. Like, for yeah. instance, I mean, I was just going to say it'll never not crack me up that people are wondering if Eminem is playing Sauron um, because that's that that picture like it's totally legit. Yeah, I, I feel you. I was not impressed by the Rings of Power trailer, to be honest. I expected it to floor me a lot more. That was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. and It was decent. I think The Walking Dead should probably go in number three i'm kind of right there with you i have gone on on and off i yeah it's the final episodes of the mothership show like they're Uh, doing spinoffs galore so i'm i'm really like hesitant on how they're gonna stick the landing for this show just knowing that like the entire main cast are like getting their own spinoffs yeah like half of them like it's 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 crazy it's literally yeah half of the og main cast are getting their own spinoffs so they're not gonna die yeah but yes you know what good for you the walking dead for for going all this way 
and for going out, not so much on top because your popularity is waned in a serious way, but for, you know, going out before you wore out your welcome with absolutely everyone who watched you. That shows (laughs) dignity. (laughs) Yeah. And, and it is still good. Like this season. So I haven't seen much of season 11. I just finished season 10 the other day trying to get caught up. And like the stories it's telling are a little different than it used to be. But it's still good. Like the writing is still good on that show. All the actors mm-hmm. are still doing a great job. The music's still great. So it's going to at least be decent. I Ooh. like. So yeah, Walking yeah. Dead. Number three. Um, Number respect. Rings of Power for four. What do you think? Over She-Hulk and Interview with the Vampire. Yes. Rings of Power for four. I like that. I enjoyed the trailer. I did. Uh, I, I I thought it looked great. I mean, it looks opulent. Yeah. I like all the different it does. moods and places and tones they're going for. That shot of Eminem Sauron, I cannot get over it though. <laughs> it's just um, it's pretty. Funny. There's been some great takes online. Okay, so t- to be fair, we we're not sure a hundred percent of that Sauron. That's what they're kind of implying. Yeah. Like a dark power is rising, and then he looks like that. So if you're wondering, Sauron from the Lord of the Rings, big evil guy in armor in the movies and the books. So back during mm-hmm. this time, he could assume a pleasing form, a beautiful form that he used to trick the elves into making what? The Rings of Power. We have a title alert. As it goes. The deal was he was supposed to be like so beautiful and beguiling and charming that he could convince the elves he wasn't this evil dude that they knew back from the first age. Okay, if that is Sauron, that's a problem because that guy does not look charming, beguiling, particularly beautiful. That guy looks like he's about to rob a convenience store. Like that guy looks like his emo band abandoned him at a gas station. Like that guy looks like (laughs) he started to frost his tips. Like it went too far. And then he hates the way it ended up looking like he he doesn't look, he doesn't look charming. He he doesn't look beguiling. He looks like a turd. He, 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 he looks like an Eminem cosplayer 20 years past the sell by date. I just don't. What if he gets a makeover partway through Sauron gets a a makeover and then he can do what he wants. It makes over like that. Just, I'm just saying, if that's what they think, Anatar, the Lord of Gifts, the beautiful Sauron form who bewitched <laughs> the elves with his charm and guile is supposed to look like, I question their taste level. Okay, that's fair. That's definitely makes, fair. Sauron, concerned. he can't go knocking on Gilgalad's door looking like that. You right. No, he cannot. I mean, he can try, but look, if he tried... Like he he had like a crack open, be like no no, close it in his face. There's no way he could. So it 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 it, 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 it just it, I just think like if that's what they decide for that, then what other dumb decisions have they made? Um, but maybe it's not even sound. Maybe yeah. it's just like some kind of evil lackey or something. That's possible too. I hope. Yeah, I hope so too. You know, we will. I'm still we'll see. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be curious? It's like the most expensive show ever made. It's beloved yeah. property. Like it, it gets that high just on premise. I'm real nervous about it. I, I'm right there with you. And then the latest trailer didn't really belay those nerves at all. <laughs> Valerie over on YouTube is saying, can this monologue please be a TikTok clip? I don't of know, you talking it. about Sauron's deficiencies. <laughs> yeah, shortcomings. we're on TikTok. Go follow us there we if you don't. TikTok. That's true. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Cool. So that's interesting. Okay. So we got two left here. We do. Let's let's go through these last two. So we've got She-Hulk 
and interview with a vampire. Are you more excited for one of those than the other? I'm more interested in interview with a vampire. And I think that uh, She-Hulk will be better is um, where I am with that. How do you, we that's negotiate That's pretty much how that. I feel too. But yeah, that's. You know, I mean, again, She-Hulk looks like a Marvel show and it's, it's. It does. Marvel shows. What do you know about them? They're solid. They're well put together. They um, have Disney executives kind of hovering over the producers, making sure they don't do anything really embarrassing. It looks cute. Yeah. It looks funny. We got some like comedy going on. I mean, the idea of like a giant green, super strong lawyer in the courtroom going like, I object is just kind of funny. That is kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I don't think it's going to be. She's going to be funny. breaking the fourth wall. She, oh, she is good for her. Guess. Yeah, apparently that's the thing she did in the comics that they're bringing over for the show. She'll be breaking the fourth wall. Uh, yeah, I I feel this pretty much the same. I think She-Hulk is going to be a better show. Mm-hmm. I am cu- more like we haven't had an Anne Rice adaptation in quite a while. Yeah, so I'm more curious about Interview with the Vampire. But I'm also really nervous like that. There was a quote recently where they said their their version's going to be even truer to the book. And that uh, like they were saying that and comparing so, it to the Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt one, which Anne Rice wrote the screenplay for. Mm-hmm. So uh that that set warning bells off for me and they say that as they admit that they're gonna that they have like seven episodes and they adapted like a third of the book and that they want like an avengers style and rice team up show later like more true to the book doesn't sound like it i mean it looks gayer yeah. i i i guess that's <laughs> nice more blatantly gay jacob anderson who plays gray worm is 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 having a cajun accent which is ooh, i can't bleh. That's that's, that's one of the dangerous sell. ones. A, yeah. a, a Adrian accent is a hard thing to do if you are not from the area and he's from England. So I don't know, man, but I am intrigued. I'd put it five. I'd put it five. I can't help it. I, I, I don't think it's going to be good or at least there's a good chance it could be bad, but I'm yeah. interested. <laughs> Give me sexy gay vampires um, being dysfunctional throughout the centuries. They move the time period. Ooh, it could be. It could be. It could be. It's really another weird bad. choice. I mean, I do get that because again, like, I think they wanted to avoid the um, involvement of sl- the main character owning slaves. It's my guess of why they moved the time period up to the early 1900s. Yeah, that it's. I feel like that's the go-to. That's the go-to assumption for why. Because why else would they have done that? Because, you know, they get to the modern day either way. Like mm-hmm. Louis, Louis' interview happens in the modern day, no matter where you start the story, unless you change that, but they didn't. So, yeah, it is a question of what are they, you know, what's the reason? And that's the obvious one. So, like, that means that they're going to, like, travel to Europe in, like, the 50s or something. Um, and they have to like transplant oh, all the stuff and perhaps they'll, I don't know, meet Hitler. I like, we'll see what happens. Um, no, the time is being shifted around a bit. Oh, that's so weird. I didn't even think about that. How I just thought about it. Their, just, how they're European second. time. Which yeah, again, that, that'll kind be of intriguing. It's kind of intriguing. So I put it at five, even though I honestly think okay. she could probably probably be a better show. You know what? I'm going to back that. I think interview should go five. I think She-Hulk will be better. Um, I'm personally more excited for She-Hulk, I think. But Interview with the Vampire for what it is, I think it deserves more notice than just another Marvel show, which we're getting constantly. You know, this is it's a bigger deal that Anne Rice 
one of Anne Rice's things is being adapted. Interview with the Vampire is kind of the the classic Anne Rice. Yes, it is the Anne Rice story. Absolutely. At 100%. Yeah. So, I, yeah, five and then She-Hulk is six because She-Hulk can take it. She's she's going to be great either way, no matter where <laughs> yeah, we put I mean, her on this list. She's super strong and she knows the law like you can't put one over on uh, her. That's true. To be honest, Daniel, looking at this list, I am excited genuinely by two of these interested wow. in two okay. more. And um, I might watch Black Adam and, you know, get a little something, something and enjoy it. But um, yeah, about that. I mean, or John I, Wick 4. Okay, I'm open to that. Yeah, I mean, you should at least watch an, a, one of the first John Wicks. See if you like it. You mm-hmm. probably are going to because they're outrageous. How hard could it um, be? Yeah. They call him Baba Yaga. So he's he's an urban legend for being such a badass you assassin. Mean the folkloric lady with the chicken house in the woods? Yes, cool. yes, that is exactly who I mean. And that gives you an idea of the kind of ridiculous tone of these movies that are still chicken awesome. Egg. And the stunts are great. Sweet. Yeah. Um, we've taken a while talking about that. God, we why do we why can't we ever like, we have, do this in an hour? This is what we do. We're really bad at time management. I mean, we've got nine minutes. We've we got nine minutes. We can still do it in an hour. Okay, that's true. I always think we're gonna we're not gonna take as long as we do. But yeah, good list. The the best list, the most accurate, the correct list is here. Hope you enjoy. And then if you yeah. have other opinions, please tell us. Let us know. Okay. So I guess now we are going to move into the what are we watching section of the just show. Quick, just a quick one. Yeah, just a quick just one. Let us know, in the, know in the comments what you're watching. Because, yeah, I don't think there's anything too new this week, right? Like, what, what have you been watching, Dan? I mean, again, good? I watched The Sandman and I shouldn't tell you about it, but I liked it a lot. And I hope it I I I, I hope it's a hit because I want to see more. I want to see the comic adapted. So when it, when The Sandman comes on August nice. 5th, on August 5th on Netflix, I recommend watching it. I recommend getting past the first three episodes because I really liked it. And I hope I cool. hope this gamble pays off because it, it's it's as weird as the comic is. And the comic is weird, but it's also pretty good, like sometimes very good. I just cool. hope it, I just hope it's a hit. I I, I really do. And then yeah, keep watching fingers crossed for that one. Nicole's watching Blackbird, I hear is pretty cool. I have not watched it, but I hear it's a oh, good nice. One. Also watching Westworld, which is still nice. Before we move on, I want uh, about Westworld. I, want, I just want to say something about Westworld. We talked last week about how it's recovered. Good for it. I want to make yeah. a confession. Okay. I have never, until the last episode, understood why Tessa Thompson is popular and cast in things. I saw her in <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, and I was like, "What a burn!" She was fine. I don't see what she brings. Someone else couldn't. The, the first three seasons of Westworld. I, I never really got excited when she came on screen. This season, she is giving me yeah. good evil bitch queen energy. And I really like it. That scene where she yeah. just made the humans be her chair. Oh, it was so much fun. Like oh, she's man. really soaking yeah. it up. So I, it took me a long time. I finally get it. Tessa Thompson's very talented. I assume she's other stuff that she was better in. And now I see it. It took me a while, but I see it. I just wanted to point that out because she's been nice. She's been entertaining me this season in a way that she never did before. Yeah. I think this is her season. Really. Like there are a few people who it's like it's their season, but I think this is the season with the best material for her character. I totally, I think she does the, the ice queen villain really well. And like when she's telling Will, William 
or, you know, the host version of William, um, you know, why can't you be as good as I made you to be better than the human version? And you're just messing things up. And then she hurts herself and she's like, look what you made me do. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, that, that whole scene. Yeah. Westworld is great right now. It really has rebounded pretty well. I will say I have seen the next episode and it's got some dark stuff it's pretty crazy so i'm excited to see you know julie what you guys think when you get to watch it because i think it it keeps going pretty strong and tessa thompson's pretty good in it and nicole's watching what we do in the shadows i'm watching that as well nicole it's pretty good i'm always enjoying that one that one always goes down really really easy and nice i'm gonna watch that when i get done with this actually for for dinner and Christian Hannah's nice. watching the bear. We're going to watch that one because we hear so many good things about it. I'm I'm going to watch the bear. Yeah, that's that's going to be an easy one to put on there because people people love it. So I'm curious to get into that one as well. Yeah. Christian said it show gave him PTSD from his days in the restaurant business. And I will say I have worked in restaurants, so that makes me a little nervous. And I've heard that from a few people. It's very to. accurate to what that industry is like. So I'm curious Definitely. Uh, Hulu, you know, Hulu is making a pretty strong showing for itself right now. The yeah. Orville, it, the latest oh, episode the Orville, of that yeah. was an hour and a half long. It was basically Ooh. an Orville movie and it was great. And I've also been watching the Predator movies, Prepping for Prey, which comes <laughs> out next week. And they're mostly on Hulu. So, yeah. Good for you, Hulu. They had that like controversy about not showing political ads, but that's. We didn't talk about that. Instead, let's do the Wick News Lightning Round, the segment of the show where we go through stories we couldn't get through in the main body of the show and give our 20 second reactions to them. I haven't looked at any of this. I'm so excited. Yes. Daniel, why don't you be the ringmaster and decide who goes first? Okay. I did not order these at all. So I am just going to. That's the way I roll. Pitch it your way. Okay. You know what? I'm going (laughs) to. I'm going to read. You read to me first. Okay. 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 Here we go. Daniel. The director of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Daniel, a destined Daniel Cretton, has been chosen to helm the next Avengers movie. Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. The Russos could not be bothered. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. He did a great job with Um, Shang-Chi. And I'm glad that they announced new Avengers movies. Um, So I think, yeah, it kind of makes sense that he was chosen to do more movies in the MCU. Obviously, some huge shoes to fill, so it'll kind Absolutely, of be a big yeah. proving ground for him. It could really elevate him as a director. I hope it goes well. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dan. Stranger Things star Joseph Quinn was <laughs> detained at a U.S. airport while on his way to Jimmy Fallon until security recognized him as Eddie Munson and let him go. Yeah, so this story is like, speaking as well, just like cute. Like, oh, remember Eddie from Stranger Things 4, the breakup character? He was detained at an airport for his immigration. And then someone's like, that's Eddie. I love Stranger Things. Let him out. And he did. And he was fine. But I read that and I was more like, what about folk who like aren't on beloved TV shows? I guess they just get detained. They don't let let go, even though they have something to get to. I was kind of creeped out by that, honestly. But good for Eddie Munson, I guess. Regular people miss their appointment with Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes they're um they want to go to his house and snap pictures as he um uh walks out like people gotta be able to do that okay um yeah here we go daniel okay this is something that you know disney plus is developing a television show based on the aragon fantasy book series by christopher paulini what do you think of that i think that's pretty cool you know they're decent books they're ya fantasy books they're really popular in the early 2000s they 
uh, a movie was made of the first one and it was pretty awful. So Aragon, it's kind of like a kid's classic fantasy book. It makes a lot of sense. And Disney plus is trying to move into that market with stuff like that. And Percy Jackson. So I wish them well. Paulini deserves a good adaptation. Nice. All right. Hit me. All right. Speaking of, I don't know where I was going with that. Speaking of cool things, uh, the first new Avatar, the last Airbender movie was announced. It's going to be about a young adult version of Aang and his friends. You psyched for that? No. Um, I mean, they're making a few new animated movies of Avatar, the last Airbender. I don't think it actually said it's going to be like young adult, like they're grown up. I think it might just be them. Um, I'm kind of interested by the giant last airbender war we got going like with animators and the Netflix making their own yeah. live action show so i like they're going to try and blast each other and win the movies eh, technically yeah. we'll see if they're any good or not okay uh daniel all three seasons of the orville seth mcfarland's homage to star trek that you are currently head over heels in love with are heading to disney plus yes. on august the 10th yeah i think that's pretty cool it's nice you know i I hope the Orville gets a broader audience. That's kind of the reason to do something like this. It's going to be one of the few shows that is on both Disney plus and Hulu. So two different streaming platforms owned by Disney. It's already on Disney plus internationally. So if you haven't seen the Orville and you have Disney plus, it'll all be on there on August 10th. Okay. Hit me. (laughs) All right. Uh, A Rick Grimes and Michonne walking dead limited series spinoff is coming. Will you be watching it? I mean, maybe um, the big news here is that for, for years, they told us that Rick Grimes, Andrew Lincoln was going to get his own series of Walking Dead movies after he left the show back in season nine. Um, just yeah. nope. <laughs> They're pivoting to make it a yeah. whole TV show. Just that series is so interesting. The way it's determined to keep going, no matter what. I'm glad the fans are going to get something. That's what I'm glad about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a good good way to end that for sure very cool um howard shore the guy who made the iconic music for the lord of the rings uh movies is going to make the theme for the rings of power and your favorite bear mccreary is going to score the rest of the show was that accurate yeah honestly yeah that got me more excited than any other rings of power news so bear like bear mccreary being involved automatically means the storytelling is going to be a level higher than it would be without bear mccreary um yeah so i think that's really exciting howard shore's doing the theme and then bear mccreary i got chills we heard a little bit of it from ariba who was there sent videos and the music's pretty beautiful nice all right the final lightning round Mm -hmm. story the wheel of time was Uh renewed oh kitty um I froze. I froze. The cat's too cute. The Wheel of Time was renewed for season three at Amazon. Will you and your cat be watching? Yeah, kicking. I'm glad about that. Um, Wheel of Time was, I liked the first season. It's a big, fancy series. I like it's going to be adapted. They're going to have season two. And I like that Amazon's putting all their sources behind it to give it um, the treatment it deserves. Yeah, good for it. Rock on. Go, kitty, and Wheel of Time stuff. Beep. And that is, she's rubbing the back of my camera, so it's moving forward. That is nice. around. That is she's chewing the. Don't just don't stop. Don't chew the mouse. 
Uh, that is the witness planning round. That is the show. We do this every Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. We'll stream it live on the Take the Black YouTube page, Take the Black Facebook page. We're also on TikTok. And remember, we're going to be doing live right. shows every Wednesday and Sunday night once House of the Dragon begins. We're going to do being recaps of that. Also, download us wherever podcasts are available in podcast forms, like Google Play, uh, iTunes, that kind of place. We're just two correct guys living in a correct world giving the correct takes on every issue under the sun thanks for watching we will see you right. next week goodbye take care y'all this podcast is brought to you by fansided join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.